have an Amon Green's 98-yard run when he was with the Packers. Of course, finished as the Packers' all-time leading rusher, and we hope Aaron Jones doesn't continue to sign contracts there. So yeah, don't you touch it. that, Aaron. Yeah. We like the, we like him on Green as all time leading rusher. Uh, we bring it up because today is big news, and there's a big news week at the ticket. So yeah. kind of follow DP because he's got all different sorts of breaking news this week. Uh, Pretty much one breaking news story for every day of the yeah, week. Yeah, he's saving it per day. I kind of like how he does that. Letting you guys know. Yeah, but the uh, the first one was this morning. Was today the Amon Green show will be coming to the ticket six o'clock on Thursdays uh, is where we're at least have it penciled in right now. Uh, can't wait. Uh, Amon Green, of course, has been a guest on the cap. In, in some of the other shows uh, at uh, at the ticket, and, and is back in Lincoln, so we obviously it makes sense. Reach out to him, and glad to to bring him aboard. Um, one of my favorite careers to follow, not just with the Huskers, but in the NFL, uh, and uh, and very easy guy to talk to. I know you're looking forward to talking some esports with him, which is the reason he's back in. Lincoln. Oh yeah, it's going to be awesome uh, being able to talk to him about some esports and obviously other sports. You know, football is is the main focus that a lot of people are going to want to talk to him about. But I'm sure that he'll have he'll have his takes on on other sports as well, but I'm really interested to talk video games with uh, Amon Green, which is really weird to say that, like, hey, I get to speak to, I get to talk to Amon Green. Oh, what are you going to talk about? App video games. Yeah. No big deal. It's going to be great. I remember when he was in here with the captain, uh, you guys were asking him all these football questions, and in the break I came in, and I was like, so, how'd you get started on your Twitch journey? What's your favorite <laughs> game? What are, what are you playing on right now? You got a PC? What, what are your favorite, you know, you, what, what's your gaming system? What are you rocking right now? And he's, uh, it was just so much fun to talk to him about that. And um, look, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, talk to him again about some of that stuff. Maybe I'll ask him if he's played The Last of Us, if he's seen the uh, TV oh, yeah. series, if he's excited for season two, if he has seen it. See, I've, I've still got to watch it. I was waiting until I can uh, binge it all in one day, so I'm going to have to get HBO there you go. again. It's all, yeah. it's all, so it's it's all done. Go. It's all done. Yeah. Ended uh, last week. Yeah, maybe when uh, March Madness ends, I'll maybe watch. I there you go. Have some time you should. Out too. You, well, you should play the game first. Yeah. You're not gonna play the game. I'm not gonna play. The I game. told Mark he needs to finish the game. He is there started a book? it. You sound like the guy that says you got the book's better. You got to read the book. No, no, no. The game is just. <laughs> the, I mean, the game is more fun because it's a game. Well, yeah. You, but yeah. But it's, it's the same. It's pretty much the same thing. The only thing you're missing is all the fights, um, and a lot of the infected in the show. But that's mm. fine. The yeah. director said that they didn't want to force the infected into the show and make it seem clunky or unnecessary, and like yeah. they were trying to make it so they didn't look uh, clumsy and confused throwing the throwing the infected into the show. But that season two, season two is gonna have a lot more. See, that's what I heard. This with it. it was it's you know it's storyline driven, not so much like The oh, Walking yeah. Dead. There's always just a crowd of zombies just because you need to have zombies. They don't necessarily just do that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. They, they had one one episode where there was a bunch of infected, uh, and that was that was when the big boy, the bloater, made his appearance. Mm. Um, but other than that, not a lot of infected, um, which is fine because it's mostly about you know the uh, the survival of of the human the human race and and moving forward and and. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's 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 fantastic. Yeah, and I'm excited for season two. Like I, I just said. don't have enough time for the game and the series. It's okay. Mm. It's okay. Uh, also, with Amon Green, I know he's a big Batman fan, so don't mention uh, how you belittle Batman. Uh, I'll, I'll be. I'll he's, chop it up with him about he's, Batman too. Not that impressive. Like, he is that impressive. He's not a superhero. That's the point. That's why he's impressive. He's not a superhero. He's a rich. Yeah, he can't just fly around. He's a human that that saves Gotham. Yeah, good for you. You know, you could save Gotham a lot easier if you if you actually uh, paid attention and helped. Uh, didn't keep sending them to Arkham when you know that it's you know. <laughs> see, they need to work not on security. A good, yeah, not there, a good they? place. Like everybody keeps breaking out, and you're just like, send them back. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. that's not how this works. Well, he doesn't kill anybody. That's part of his code. Yeah. Well, maybe 
if you did, <laughs> just one guy, just the Joker, just that guy, uh, wouldn't wouldn't have so many deaths on his hands. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the streets of Gotham would be. I would don't be know. Safer. Just a thought. <laughs> With a murder is what. Yeah. You're, what you're saying? Just do what Superman did. Well, he didn't really. Well, he kind of did. He just like punched him through his stomach or whatever. <laughs> it's fine. You'll be fine. In any case, uh, speaking of Green Bay, which we were talking about, uh, you know, at the beginning of this, uh, I was going to have a transition, but we didn't start. We no, didn't really talk okay. about Green Bay it's too okay. much. Uh, they're thinking about bringing the draft. They're, they're pursuing the draft uh, for 2025 and 2027 or 2027, I mm-hmm. should say, the NFL draft in Green Bay. Uh, of course, the NFL draft has been somewhat of traveling circles lately, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make their different stops. Um Green Bay, not a big city. You still like it? I mean, I to me that sounds perfect because I know how uh, how important and how like you know the, the fan base would just be really into it, and mm-hmm. then you're going to get the booze and the stuff, and and I just love it. I I would love it to be in Green Bay. I mean, sure, I guess. Yeah. I don't really. I don't have strong feelings about where the draft is. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I like watching it. Yeah. I don't care where it's at though. I I kind of like the you know. That I like it, that it's in different places, but I don't. I'm not paying attention to. You know, oh my gosh, it's here! Like it's in Kansas City this year, and it's like, it's cool. It's cooler because Kansas City won the Super Bowl, so you're gonna get that on top of it. Um, but like when it was in Vegas, we were just having fun. Like, how are they gonna? It was the COVID year, and then they ended up not having it there. Yeah. Um, how are they gonna do this? Are they gonna have you know, uh, this on the strip? Are they gonna have it in, in the fountain? Like, how are they gonna have people doing whatever and this and that? And I was like, this is gonna be super cool if they have it in the fountain. Are they gonna have the the picks that are there? Like, ride out in a boat and then get on. <laughs> like, it would have been so cool. Like, you know, very uh, very Las Vegas of them. Yeah. But other than that, I don't. They didn't really you know, do that. Go back to Radio City Music Hall. I don't care. I do like it there, too, though, because that's, you know, your traditional um, angsty and angry fan bases there yeah. with the Giants and the Jets. I think you should try and figure out or try and, like, you know, math or whatever, have somebody figure out who's going to get the number one pick in whatever year and then try and have it there. But you obviously can't do it after the season. you got to have this all planned out. <laughs> so just, like, we're going to have it in this place. And every time they say it, teams are like, oh, God, no. Oh, uh, we're going to suck. <laughs> that would be especially interesting if, like, this year where they traded the number one pick, and so you still have it in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're just waiting for the ninth pick. And you're just like, well, dang it. <laughs> but, there, would, I mean, you'd feel some sort of way when the first pick went off, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, it has to be a place where their pick is in the crowd, is, like, there. When yeah. they walk up and get the jersey and all that. So it has to be that. So maybe the Chiefs have already said, like, hey, if this guy's there, we're picking him. So make sure he's invited. You still think Stroud for the number one pick? Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. It, so be- it better be, yeah, unless they trade it away. <laughs> yeah, they make another trade. <laughs> yeah, because again, if you're if you're Carolina and you're picking a quarterback, unless you want to go with Will Levis, who's probably the biggest and toughest out of all of them, um, I'd go with C.J. Stroud. If you're going out of the two quarterbacks that should be number one overall, C.J. Stroud is is bigger than Bryce Young, and I think he's going to be, um, especially behind a. Possibly porous offensive line, he'll be able to take more hits. Yeah, yeah, I like C.J. Stroud for the number one pick too. We'll see what that happens. Of course, the although NFL then draft Houston's going to take Bryce along. Young. Mm, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Godspeed yeah. there. Have fun. Uh, did we get to all our? I guess we didn't mention uh, as far as we were talking tight ends before the break. We kind of ran out of time there. Thomas Fedoni limited, um, upset about it. Yep. Uh, and Matt Rule will tell you as much, but. 
Um, probably the right. It, 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 I, I was saying on the captain, you've got to walk a, kind of a fine line there of getting him football ready and not getting him hurt again. Yeah, I, you've been injured twice during this exact por- well, once during this portion of practices, once during the fall portion of practices, like the first day. Of yeah, them, I think so. I think taking a light, still getting him into football shape, but you know, dialing back on things because you look at him, he's. He's go, go, go all the time. He's a competitor. He wants to win. He wants to do everything 100%. So a guy like that, you're going to have to keep him keep him reined in a little bit until the season gets here just to make sure that he's healthy going into the season because you don't want to lose him again. Yeah. You you have all this all this hype surrounding him, all of this this pent-up emotion in him. Um, you want to be able to release that, that, that first day um, when you go up to Minneapolis. Well, it's interesting, too, because I think when you think of the, the, like the deepest and positions you don't have to worry about, the tight end and running back rooms come up, but they're so different. Like the running back room has like lots of proven – A lot of experience. A lot of experience, and the tight end room is just like, hey, those guys were highly recruited. Lots of talent, yeah. not a lot of snaps. Nate Borgator, your most experienced. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, you might go through this, this the spring and fall – and you might end up with Nate Borkatcher still starting. I don't think you will. I don't. I don't. I, I think Nate Borkatcher. I think Nate Borkatcher still gets a significant amount of snaps. Oh yeah. I do not think he'll be your starter. Yeah. Hey, I was just looking at the roster too. Janarian Bonner is listed as a tight end. That yeah. Didn't take too long. To do it's that. like tight end, wide receiver hybrid, whatever he's at. It just says tight end. Well, I, I don't think you could put both. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's there. He is he is there. He is he is big. How does it have his like updated weight? Uh, let's see. Because I know here. I mentioned it, and and Terrell didn't think he was big enough. He's two hundred pounds, six three, two hundred pounds. Okay, he's gonna need to bulk up a little bit. Yeah, that is if that's true. Thirty five pounds lighter. What? Uh, there's a, they got Jake Applegate at two twenty, so he's twenty pounds lighter there. No, Borgature's no. Rule said he was at two thirty something. He is now. Yeah. Okay. So those must not be updated. Yeah. That's fine. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I can't wait. Especially we've got, I mean, a, we've got a long time. I think Eric Gilbert is among my most intriguing guys, not just on this team, just ever. I mean, because if if they can find a way uh, to get that, I mean, he's six six two sixty. If they can get a, a way to get him going, I mean, you talk about getting Big Ten ready. Mm-hmm. That's a Big Ten tight end right there. He's a wide receiver tight end at LSU, and yeah, I mean, wasn't used much at Georgia. But if you can, you imagine. A two tight end set with Eric Gilbert on one side and Tom Sedoni on the mm. other. Come on, man. Yeah. Like that's just sad. and and Gabe Irvin Jr., that that load of a running back in the backfield. What what are you gonna do? Engineering Bonner just somewhere? Yeah, some, <laughs> just somewhere. Just I don't somewhere. know where, but somewhere. <laughs> I like how we do that too. We did that last year with like Okay, like, because you can write it down on paper, and I'm certainly, I'm certainly, they, they do this at Ohio State too. Oh, you yeah. write down your depth like nobody can stop that. You can't touch but this. But on paper, you just like put it out there. And you're just like, nah, this is the best ever. You're like you nothing. You're it. nothing. <laughs> what are you gonna, What are you gonna do? One on one beat. Yeah. Are you zone beat. Yeah. We'll just beat you with this guy. We're gonna double, beat you with this. Guy. Yeah, you're gonna double this guy. Well, this guy's one on one beat. <laughs> and of course, the 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 one thing that's going to be very interesting throughout the spring. Is the quarterback battle? Uh, Casey not throwing today. We nope. heard maybe he might throw throughout the spring, uh, but it wasn't today. And uh, I just still have a feeling you're going to see both Jeff Sims and Casey Thompson start a game. I, Sims I'm not, was under center today. Yeah, I'm not saying like right out of the break they're, mm-hmm. they're just not going to choose a starter like Michigan last year. I'm just thinking throughout the year you might see both those guys start a game. So also uh, that'll keep, be interesting. Keep an eye on Heinrich Harburg. Don't yeah. know if he'll stay at quarterback. Yeah, I don't know what he, what he's going to do, but he's athletic. 
All yes. the all, all the uh, all the reports say so. So, all right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll bring Nick in for the crossover here on the Ticket Water Cooler Happy Hour. Coming next, Nick. Coming up next, we'll preview that, uh, and we'll finish out the Water Cooler. Coming up next. Mm-hmm. 